Radio Zoom 108. From Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm, I see you drive on the left up here. No, ma'am. I'm drunk. going to be a slightly different version of the podcast for this episode of Radio Zoom coming to you from uh, getting colder Vancouver. You're just being picky now. I know. <laughs> just feeling a little chilly while editing up this episode because there's a little editing that was involved because it's different because it's all hockey. All hockey Radio Zoom. Which uh, doesn't happen very often, except for, you know, like the draft and that, things like that. But this is even more special than that. It's very special. And I have to say that I had a lot of fun putting this episode together because we had a very special guest. We did. We had uh, Alana on the line from Vancouver Canucks Op-Ed. We got together with her over uh, Skype. Had a bit of a conversation about her blog, her various projects, the Canucks, the upcoming season, thoughts, comments... It's a good time. So, since it's all pre-recorded, we'll kind of just let it start up right now and find out more about the blog, the person behind the blog. And the hockey. Yeah, and the Canucks. Because <laughs> the season is less than 50 days away, and you can already smell it. Yes. <laughs> to think about how to start this. I, I was just so excited to be able to get you on. Um, well, this is big. This is so, like a... Here we are. <laughs> this is like a having a blogging celebrity. Well, this is having a blogging celebrity on the podcast. Okay, now you're buttering me up. It's good. <laughs> I like it, but stop. <laughs> what we're talking with... I'm going <laughs> to... I've got to... Uh, I've got to... You know, I've got to give you that credit. And actually, how do you your last name? Downey. Alana. Alana Downey. Alana Downey. Al- Alana. Okay. Yeah. And there's any relation to any of the members of? Uh, I'm sure you get this. Tragically hip. <laughs> <laughs> I had. I was she, hoping you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was looking at Rebecca, like I just do a blank. <laughs> <laughs> like no, no, not Our Lady Peace. That's a different Canadian band. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking like how to be a Canadian classes? Or she tries. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Obviously not. <laughs> no, it's going well. She, she's teaching me real good, and <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> okay, so uh, on on this version of uh, the hockey talk on the podcast, we're talking to Alana Down- Downey of Vancouver Canucks Op-Ed dot com, which is a blog that is about the Canucks all Canucks, all the time. And, well, Alana, how long have you been doing this this blog? Um, I started it in October of 2003, so I guess almost three years, although I took about a year off during the lockouts. I was a little traumatized and didn't <laughs> want to think about it. So Yeah, as we all were. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't even listen to the news about it. It made me so angry all the time. So I uh, walked away completely and didn't pay attention to anything other than the very general news of is it back? <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, I got back into it immediately once the season started. 
What'd you do during your year off? Um, I mean, I watched a bit more baseball than I normally would. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Yeah, it's a little scary, but uh, nothing. I mean, mostly just. uh, I guess I had a bit of a life. (laughs) (laughs) That's all gone now. (laughs) That's right. You know, eighty-two games a year, I was available. (laughs) But uh, no, then then I lost my life again in two thousand five, (laughs) and and I much prefer having hockey. So you started in two thousand three, but. was blogging a, a part of your life, or was it no, you doing no. anything before that? No, I'd never done anything like it at all. I um, I didn't even know what a blog was really. I was, I stumbled across a couple and got a general idea. But uh, I was just a fan and um, going to the Canucks forums once in a while and discovering how much I despised it there. <laughs> That's and, on uh, the official Canucks website. Yeah, yeah, I. I, I mean, it's entertaining sometimes, but I, I just don't find it to be a great place to have an intelligent conversation or even find out any useful information. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I kind of got frustrated with that. And I thought, well, you know, if I want to vent about what I want to talk about, I guess I might have to start my own site. So I did that and, and Vancouver Canucks Occupied was born and um, just kept typing away and, and babbling stuff and accidentally people showed up. Now, is that a solo effort, or are you uh, you have a partner in crime? Well, my husband Jeff is on the, is mentioned on the site. He um he doesn't he's not involved in blogging at all. In fact, I don't think he'd have a clue how to turn it on, <laughs> <laughs> how to open it up. I, I'm nothing. So, but um but I had given him credit on it because certainly we we watch the games together. We talk mm-hmm. an awful lot about hockey. I I learn a lot from him. I certainly tell him my opinions all the time. So a lot of what I end up writing is about our interaction but uh, I mean certainly he doesn't take responsibility for any of the nonsense (laughs) he doesn't want any responsibility really for anything that I say on Vancouver Canucks op-eds so he stays clear of that but but he's part of it in a in a background way right so why uh the name is always something that kind of uh gets me with the the whole website and I was just wondering how how do you come up with uh, with that for for a name op-ed um it was probably kind of stupid because it does confuse a lot of people but i I, i've always been interested in politics and i read an awful lot of newspapers and and the news all the time and i just kind of translated that over to sports Mm -hmm. i just thought in terms of an op-ed column you know entirely my opinion on um my favorite team as opposed to uh talking about politics which i find horrible (laughs) (laughs) online anyway it's just a horrible horrible idea non-stop fighting at least with hockey you know you can fight and it's not life or death <laughs> so, yeah it's just five minutes in the box man <laughs> that's right <laughs> nobody dies yeah politics it is fine you lose friends so yeah right. <laughs> people in hockey have much better sense of humor <laughs> so when was it though that you were blogging that you figured out that you kind of had something going on because you know i i check out the site every day i know rebecca checks out the site every day and you know i'm an occasional commenter and she comments oh, a lot you. more than i do and and uh, the the stories that you tell or, or you talk about, and then also you know the the interactions. The yeah, the pictures <laughs> are they're priceless, especially the, the one that was posted today of uh, Darth Vader in, in the Hello Kitty outfit. I mean, that's great. You know, people are like, you know, hockey Darth Vader, Hello Kitty. It, it works. Just trust me, it works. You know. <laughs> but what, what point? It's did frightening. You... Some of the things I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. But at what point, though, did you realize that you kind of had something going on? You kind of had something good. I, I don't. I don't know that I still realize it. I mean, it, it. 
there's a lot more people now for sure there's a lot more people that visit and that's really flattering but the the only moment I ever had where I really thought about it and was a bit concerned was um was realizing that there was a lot more people initially this year and starting to think I should censor myself based on that whether it was my language or or um just my opinions because certainly you're always going to offend somebody and um I kind of clued in pretty quick that the only reason people were coming in the first place was because I I do what I do. So if I started changing to accommodate those extra people, I guess it probably wouldn't be the same thing. Right. So I just realized just keeping doing exactly what amuses me, which is entirely what that site is about, is amusing myself. The only uh, the only thing that's, that I, I'm more vigilant about now than I used to be is making sure I, I catch as many of the Canucks, um, important things as possible and categorize them better and things like that. Like like keeping track of all the trades and stuff like that, that I wouldn't necessarily have indexed and so forth in the past. Now it's the kind of thing that people find useful. So I'll, I'll go to some extra trouble for those things. But mostly I just want to have fun. And the pictures mm -hmm. are part of that. And, oh, yeah. You know, the hockey cards. And, you know, I mean, you have to remember, too, a lot of the last four months has been completely with me screwing around because from the moment the Canucks were knocked out, I was either going to kill myself or I was going to have to find <laughs> something fun to do because I was so upset. Yeah. And I realized that I could have some fun. So that's why it's been a little bit worse than usual. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You have something? Oh, um, well, speaking of, you know, all the people coming to your site and making connections and, you know, you have your regulars that I see on there. And also you've started uh, contributing to, how do you pronounce it, Kukla's Corner? Kukla's yeah. Kukla's Corner? Yeah, Kukla's Corner. He's um, he's a Detroit blogger who does general NHL coverage, as you probably know. Mm -hmm. he, he feeds all the news stories. He's just an inc incredible for as a source for just kind of knowing what's going on everywhere. I can't, I mean, when I was doing that 24 hour blogathon a couple of weeks ago, um, it occurred to me how hard his job is to catch all this stuff because I was constantly looking for a new story every 30 minutes and he's mm -hmm. doing that all day long every day, you know, so. Off and on um, season, you know. That's yeah, so I mean, I, I think that would be a lot of work. Um, and we just got to know each other just over the course of the season because I uh, made a bet with him, <laughs> which I don't know if you're familiar with. I, I made a small bet about Vancouver making the playoffs, and Oops. it went horribly, horribly <laughs> wrong. And uh, ended up having to show this travesty of freaking Chris Chelios skating around our arena and giving the finger to the crowd, which... Oh. Oh, it was horrible. I know. It's from the game with the goal. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And then Lidstrom and the goal, of course, yeah. was on there too. And, and yeah, I know it was brutal. But um, but he's a, a, a really great guy, and uh, he's always been very supportive of me. And and so writing for the site just started naturally. He's um, he's always been uh, willing to offer me suggestions and help out. And um, when the opportunity came up, he asked me, and I said, sure. So it's fun, actually, too. It's writing in a different way and not necessarily thinking first about the Canucks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not like I don't have enough to do already, but <laughs> what the heck. <laughs> Very cool. Well, you do it well, that's for sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> there you are flattering me again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, though, is, you know, with, with you know, you've got uh, Kukla's Corner. Am I saying that mm -hmm. right? Sure. I'm yeah. always mispronouncing things. <laughs> That's how <laughs> but, I said it, so right. go for it. <laughs> and uh, with VCOE, VancouverCanucksOpEd.com, um, the process, though, do you, do you find that uh, 
coming up with material is difficult because you know there's one thing with about news um, going on, you know, involving the Canucks or other interesting entities that you know have moved through the organization, you know, past and you know, and present. Uh, what's you know what's going on? But I mean, do do you find it difficult though coming up with uh, with, with content, or is it just something that gets really to be? I mean, being that you've been doing it for two years now, is it pretty natural or? I don't find it hard at all. I, there's been a couple of times, and mostly this summer, where I've, um, I've, I've not posted just because I didn't really have anything to say or nothing was inspiring me or making me laugh. But mm-hmm. That's awesome. Generally, <laughs> yeah. But generally, no, I don't have a problem. I, I find that all sorts of idiotic ideas come into my head quite a lot. So, And I don't really have much shame in terms of posting the idiotic stuff. I don't really need to go looking for the big story. So you can really write an awful lot if you're willing to make a fool of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I must so, admit, yeah. for an entire afternoon, you had me Googling for uh, the Muppets and Chicago Blackhawks. Oh! Because <laughs> <laughs> of that Muppet wiki. <laughs> Every chance I got at work, you know, I just try different search, different keywords. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the couple that people found, too? Yeah, the the Kermit the Frog hockey cards. Oh, God. Who knew? Yeah. I really... Wow. But nobody found the um, the footage of the Blackhawks playing against the Muppets, the real Blackhawks on Sesame <laughs> Street, which apparently exists. So it's now kind of my holy grail if somebody finds this. <laughs> I'm publishing it everywhere. <laughs> YouTube, here we come. Well, no, I yeah. <laughs> I've spent a bit of time on YouTube on the subject. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the other thing that people might not know is that uh, you actually live over on Vancouver Island. Um you live in or near Victoria? Uh, north of Victoria. North of Victoria. Yeah, we live in, yeah. And so um, you're, not, you're not even on the mainland, and getting to a game is a bit of a rarity, would you say? Yes, it's very scarce. It's, <laughs> it's such a big production getting back and forth, isn't it? Oh, From yeah. From the island to the mainland. And, and we could probably do it more often if we tried, but oh, so it just seems like so much work. <laughs> right, and so you're doing this blog um, from... Uh, from a little ways away, but uh, the other thing that's interesting, I think, uh, that happened just this season, is that uh, you have uh, an affiliate there over there now. Um, and the ECHL, uh, the Salmon yeah. Kings, just got picked up, and they're a part of the um, the Vancouver uh, farm system. That's what that's what that's we always right, re- yeah. refer to as in baseball. I don't know how it's referred to in hockey, but it <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <that> works. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but are you going to try and uh, make it out to some uh, more Salmon Kings? Uh, games or that's a really good idea and i we i was thinking about that when i was first reading that they came here was it would be i mean obviously it's much easier to drive into victoria and uh, catch a game so it would be a good idea i think i probably will um it seems that i, I don't really know an awful lot about the the different the various leagues and the various mm-hmm. players that are below say the moose so it would be a learning experience so i i would i think it'd be fun and it would also be neat to uh, at least be connected a bit more to the canucks besides my shaw cable bill and uh, pay-per-view <laughs> expenses so. uh, i shake my fist at shaw but oh, speaking <laughs> of pay-per-view they i think they've guaranteed 25 minimum games this year we have to pay for 25? Mm-hmm. I remember when it I, used to be 10? <laughs> well, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was 15 last year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think it was, yeah. Holy cow. We just left the house, well, went over to the fog. And <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, you. Well, then you could spend an awful lot of money too. But yeah. right, yeah, might as well just get the pay per view. That's why pay per view is so expensive because you got to go out and get beer and get dinner. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> yeah, so there's an awful lot more pay-per-view this year, I think, coming. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that that would be a good transition here um, to kind of uh, pick your brain a little bit. And, you know, we'll kind of move away from discussion about uh, VCOE in general, but uh, we, we want to know some things about what uh, what the, the voice or uh, of uh, VCOE is thinking about some of the things coming up this season. Because uh, for those Canucks fans out there, there's been some pretty sorry big changes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, um, sorry. Well, I, uh, well, let's start there. I mean, what are you? Uh, are are you fretting the season, or are you kind of excited, or are you kind of yeah? I'm I'm fretting a little bit. I mean, I'm excited about the season in hockey, and uh, I certainly don't. Um, I mean, I may dream of winning the Stanley Cup, but I'm kind of used to not. So, um, um, so I can deal, but. I, I, it is nerve-wracking. I think the $6 million man is an awesome thing, and I really like Luongo, but um, I sure don't like where the money is gone and um, and how tight we are. And I was just realizing today, I'm pretty sure we, we don't have a single right-winger signed. I don't think anyone is signed. I don't think even Tyler Bauk is signed, is he? I don't. Oh, today, didn't they sign yeah, him they, and Bieksa? They just did, oh, did sign him. Yeah. Oh, did they? Oh, see. But <laughs> this yeah, afternoon. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, they probably were sitting there kind of thinking, how much am I going to get? And now they're probably signing at a very, very, you know, probably down at the league minimum. So Yeah. Because there wasn't much wiggle room left, and mm-hmm. Lord knows um, we, we didn't have any room to get Carter, which actually makes me very sad and a bit upset, but, you know. Yeah. I think Carter is a problem for both because of the Canucks, but also because of Carter. I think his um, his expectation of, of three million dollars a season and and yeah. a, a three year deal was it? I it's just I just don't think it's rational. I think he's a really good player, and I think he deserves props for what he did this past year with the Sedins, and he mm-hmm. deserves a lot more credit than he's gotten because this assumption that it's always the Sedins. I mean, he is the guy that put it in the net. But um, at the same time, he wasn't having that great a career going on the previous year, and uh, and was kind of headed on his way down before he met up with the Sedins. So a lot of his value is all about playing with them. Right. So for another team to want to pick him up for $3 million at three per, is it's the same problem. It, they don't get the Sedins with him, so they don't know for sure if he can produce at the same level. right? So it's, he And he priced himself out of our market, obviously, since mm-hmm. we have Luongo you know, and, and Mitchell and, and Naslin. So. Mitchell. Mitchell. Uh, it's a science mystery, or mystery science theater 3000 reference you, you might not get, but it's going to be something I'm going to do my best to uh, kind of instill a, a movement that, you know, every time that Mitchell gets Great. the uh, gets the puck, <laughs> you know, get the crowd just all scream, Mitchell, together. So that, that, that's something I'm going to try and instill this season. I, I don't know. We'll see how, what happens. But Every time he touches the puck? Every time he touches the puck. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if it'll, it'll take a hold, but, we'll, you know, I'll do my best. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> you might be the only two people standing up and screaming Mitchell a lot. Oh, I won't be standing up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I've had enough of this for the past, like, two months. And she'll be sitting over there. <laughs> I'm Mitchelled be, out already. <laughs> and she'll be sitting over there like, I don't know him. He's American. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think she already does do that. Right, right. <laughs> I just never heard her. Anyway. No, I think we all tend to invent nicknames. I started calling Luongo Yo Luongo this last couple of weeks. I, I love why. that. 
Well, it's stuck and I can't seem to stop. So I love it. Some, yeah. Okay. Well, then you'll have to. Then I'll say Mitchell if you guys will say Yola <laughs> Wonga. It's a deal. It's a deal. Okay. So some of the other uh, the big changes, though. Um, uh, one thing I want to, you know, we we mentioned Luongo and uh, where were you when you got the news? Luong, I, I had just gotten home and I was getting ready to go out for um, a dinner party and uh, just checked my email and I had about a. I don't know, five or six emails from friends saying, what the hell's going on? And um, I didn't even know about the story and so on. And, that, yeah, it took up my entire evening. I missed dinner that night. I think um, there was just so much going on that evening mm-hmm. with that trade. I mean, it wasn't just getting Luongo was big enough, but losing Alan that night and mm-hmm. Ald and Bertuzzi and people were emotional about it and, yeah. and had opinions and people were excited. You know, it was it was really, it was an exciting night to cover hockey in the middle of the summer because mm-hmm. it was such a huge story and we really hadn't had a huge uh, Canucks story to that degree since the Bertuzzi incident I mean it was a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I'm happy about it I, I do like the guy I mean I, I just I just wonder you know is he coming up to um, Florida North is it the same <laughs> experience right. I, I mean I'm not saying that we're that bad but I you know who knows well, the other uh, big change, though, too, uh, you know, that uh, we, we finally supposedly have, have uh, I'm saying supposedly because he hasn't proven himself. I know he's got a, a great track record, and I'm, I'm happy to have a, a, a great goal here, but uh, there's something to be said about, you know, once he gets in front of the net that, uh, you know, kind of proves that he's worth the, the time and, and the money. But um, we got a new coach, and right. – we we talked a little bit before we actually started the segment uh, about the the, the uh, pronunciation of his name, and um, I'm just gonna you know refer to him as Viggy. Uh, I'll let Rebecca <laughs> take the actual uh, pronouncing of the name, which is Vigno. Okay. Vigno. <laughs> uh, w- your feelings about him? I mean, uh, we don't. I really don't know, know much to expect. about him. No, I don't know much about him. The only impression I've had is, um, well, he's obviously patient. This waiting to sign people so long obviously he and Nonus they're pretty comfortable sitting on their heels here but um do you think he's he a lot of you are do you well, think Nonus involved of them a lot I think so for sure I'm looking I think there's a, a few examples of guys that are coming in that are ex Vigno players and and um the coaches the two two of the new assistant coaches are his old partners in crime um yeah. this this new guy that's being reputed to be signed the next few days from out east, um, can't think of his name. He's from uh, uh, Buffalo. Oh yes, the Sabers um, guy. I, I just wrote about it the other day. Uh, Fitzgerald or Fitz Fitzgerald. I think. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. I, where is it? Oh, Fitzpatrick. Thank there you. There you go. <laughs> Whoops. Um, well, there's there's the he's girl. He's another guy who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're our detail woman. I tell you, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. They he played in junior for Vigno as well, so I mean that might explain why a guy who's minus eighteen and not having a terribly effective career is possibly coming to the Canucks, mm-hmm. right? So he does. I think he does have a lot of influence. But yeah. um, whether or not he's any good or not, I don't know. He seems to have a pretty good track record, and and I guess Mark Crawford is uh, is gone, so <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, we turned into a bit of? Uh, the Minnesota Wild 2, there was, I, I read some people uh, posting about that. It felt like we were you know, getting like, half of the Minnesota Wild there for a little bit. It sure seems, well, and, and the Minnesota Wild mentality of, um, of players that are stay-at-home. 
I mean, I, I don't even know that Vancouver knows what the hell a stay-at-home defenseman is, you know, and mm-hmm. it's been so long since we've had, you know, guys that are going to be responsible for staying back by their own net, like Mitchell, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, in part, that's obviously good. Everyone thinks defense wins everything, but I sure don't want to end up having a game that looks like Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it just lacks fun, you know? I, I would rather have six goal games. I like them. I like, you know, running gun. I'm, you know, I, I realize it's not you know, the most popular thing with a lot of bloggers, but I do. I, I just think it's great fun when everybody's going for it as opposed to all sitting back and trying to squeeze down the side. Mm-hmm. And what about uh, Yarko? Oh, I miss Yarko Rutu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you, you, know, you knew you, that already, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, and you can't mention the, you know, the the stay-at-home defense, and now without Rutu, it's just kind of like, well, geez, you know, <laughs> there goes you know half of the defense, even though he was just you know he was just everywhere and taking care of everything. I just I like what a I just like having someone who's that much of an insufferable. <laughs> SOB on my team and uh, the only good thing about that trade is that he went to Pittsburgh I just can't even imagine how much I have to hate him if he had gone to LA or, or Edmonton or something I would have killed myself you know so it's very good news that he went far far away but I, I really liked him I don't know he was such a pain in the neck for and for so many years and he wasn't always a, a hard-working player and I I know he's not widely liked but I don't know, he got under my skin over time. I mean, just that insane smile he had while he was in some guy's face and (laughs) smashing him up against the glass. You're just thinking, I would have to kill this man if he got in my face like that. (laughs) Or if he was on another team, you know, to me, I would equate him to um, Aginla, you know. I mean, Aginla is a great player, you know, and I I respect him. But, man, you just, you you can't do anything but dislike the guy if you're uh, not a Flames fan, you know, because he's just, he... He'll get in your face and just punch you and, you know, hip check you into the boards. But, you know, he's effective and he's a good player. And that's what Yarko is like. And I was always happy to have him on the team. But, uh, yeah, facing him. Well, a friend of mine doesn't agree with him being a good player at all. I have a friend who rants endlessly about how uh, he was just a liability every single game of his life. And I I think a lot of people feel that way. But every team needs that guy. (laughs) Everything's <laughs> got that guy that you, know, you hate yeah. him. He's got that little grin. He just, you know, he'll smash someone in the boards when you don't want him to, and take the stupid penalties. But he's that guy. Yeah, <laughs> who, he, who is. Have now? he is. I don't know. I mean, Cook might be expected to <laughs> follow through on some of that. I don't. He know. Although hurt, I'm hurt himself in practice again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, like, last four, year was bad. Forty nine days until the season starts, right? Uh, I, I don't know. Check my site. Something I like think that. So. <laughs> so, so it'd be what, like, fifty-one days until uh, Cook gets a puck in the face or something. You know. <laughs> you know. As long as the guy the can I'm, stay healthy. I'm pretty sure he didn't actually have an, a day off hardly at all for five years before mm-hmm. last season. I mean, he was pretty much uh, indestructible. He took a couple games here and there, but last season was ridiculous. I mean, every time he got on the practice ice, somebody was, I mean, he was getting killed by his own teammates. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. He must have been starting to feel pretty jinxed for a while. <laughs> but I really like Cook as well, which, mm-hmm. is, uh, an, uh, which is another rumor I keep hearing about of Cook being traded. And I just can't see them doing that. But I mean, I think he's an awfully affordable guy for what he does. Right. You know, I think he's quite effective at what he does. And I don't think uh, giving him up for the million dollars you'd save is really worth it. Or whatever his contract is going to be. I'm not quite sure what he's making. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, just going back to the coaching, I had a, just one little note here. 
where's Quinn ending up? Do we know where he is, or he's still floating around somewhere in, in limbo? He's still floating around as far as I've heard. I mean, I've heard nothing else, yeah. It's a good question. I don't think there's any more coaches due to be canned, so he might <laughs> he might be off until someone gets fired in November or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which or, might exactly be what happens, you know. Well, I think the, the Canucks, when uh, they interviewed Quinn, they had to actually talk to Toronto's Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Division or something to get permission. So he might be doing something in the office somewhere, but... Who knows? Oh, I really can't see him sticking that out for long. He's, no, no, no. He's, he's kind of a coach in his blood sort of guy. Would you like seeing I, Quinn come in instead of uh, Vin Viggy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. You're going to have to take some French allocution lessons I from know, your wife. I know. <laughs> You're in Canada. Um, Say it both ways. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't, um, I don't know that it, I would have preferred Quinn or not. I think it, I would have, I was kind of surprised Quinn didn't get more play because I, I thought Nonis might have done it just because it would have been a very good PR move. And I thought Nonis was probably looking for a good PR move after the disaster of last season. And uh, he's very well liked, Quinn is, and and he's pretty effective. So I, I kind of thought he was going to get um, a lot more play. But Vigneault, I don't know anything about. I can't really compare them. He's got a great record, though, and I'm pretty open to new things so i'm all right with it he's a big guy too when we walk by us at the draft he's he's quite an uh, imposing uh, individual but other than that, that's all i really know he's supposed to be a very abusive one i've read oh a few things of people mentioning he's very aggressive and he's known to be um i, I mean play i think um alex burroughs was saying because he at burroughs played for him in manitoba that um he was being very polite about saying that oh he knows how to get you what to do what he wants and uh it just motivates you you know how players always say when what they really mean is you know he throws you against a wall and screams at you for an hour <laughs> if you screw up right, right. I, I get the impression he's a, a bit of a hard ass but but maybe that's what they need i mean certainly mark crawford seemed an awful lot more mellow the last year and i don't know that that did any good so it was the hair always... man it was the hair <laughs> oh, yeah all that l'oreal hair products soaked into his skull <laughs> and roasted his brain but um there you go so coming into this next season um just looking around the league and what everybody's got so far how they're looking who do you think is looking the best going into this season Oh, I haven't thought about it. I did just read that the season preview edition of uh, the Hockey News had, um, oh, God, who was it? Was it Nashville or something as the number one team? Or, I can't remember. In the West? I, I don't know. Um, did they go out first round? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. I mean, yeah. it's better than Yeah, then again, but... we can't really, can't really make snotty remarks about right, Nashville right, 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 right now. Yeah. But um, uh, what was the other? Oh, yeah, the... Las Vegas gambling odds have Detroit ranked as number one for the season, which had me laughing. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so completely devoid of reality. It's like picking the Yankees for baseball, or right? Something. That's what I was gonna say. It's it's yeah. Beginning of the season, it you is. pick the Yankees, or you, next season for the NBA, you pick. Uh, I don't know who's even in the NBA, but you know, you're just saying. I yeah. couldn't even name a team in the NBA except for Toronto. Um, well, and I'm not saying that Detroit isn't good. I mean, I, I mm -hmm. don't know. I don't think they're nearly as good as they think they are. I certainly don't think Hashik was a good idea. And uh, yeah. I I just, but I mean, I really don't like Hashik very much either, so I'm probably pretty biased. But I just don't think um, they're in great shape at the moment. But presumably they'll get it'll get sorted, and they do have a way of 
of proving me wrong. So yeah, I'll forty-one years old. Eating these words. <laughs> yeah, forty-one years old. It's kind of difficult. Forty-two, for the, I think. Is forty-two? Him? Yeah, the, the Slinky's getting a little yeah. aged. I don't know how well he's going to do there, but we'll see. Well, and it's the attitude too. I just find um, it's he's he's poison here. He's been quite poisonous in the past, and I don't know why people keep revisiting him like he's the second coming, you know, and I mean, think about how he handled last season in um, Ottawa, Ottawa when he was talking about he was going to get better, right? He kept suggesting he might be able to play next game. And I thought, I remember thinking he was really undermining the kid that was playing in the playoffs when they got knocked out, Ray something. Um, he, uh, uh, yeah, he was doing a great, it was, he wasn't doing a, he didn't have a great playoffs, mind you, but he was the only guy they had, and Hashik was out, and and he had to um, he had to face it on his own, and he was facing the music with the media every minute. And here's Hashik standing up, talking to the media at the same time, making mm-hmm. comments like, um, you know, the real goaltender will be ready to come back soon. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's like, well, you know, we're on game three right now. The kid's in the middle of his, you know, chance of a lifetime. Maybe he should shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't know. And then I just read today that he made the comment that he specifically signed with Detroit because of the money. It was too good to pass up when his heart was really in in Ottawa. And I'm like, you know, how mercenary of you. (laughs) No word about feeling healthy or feeling good for the coming season, but the money was right. The money was right, and yeah. you know, whatever. I I don't begrudge him that he believes that. I just can't believe some of the stuff he says. <laughs> you know, right. I just don't think he's terribly, he's terribly good at um, interacting with people and making them feel good. <laughs> it's kind of it's all about Hashik all the time. <laughs> um, so, what do you think about uh, some of the teams that our players went to, like Florida got a whole bunch of our guys, and LA now with Crawford and Cloutier, whatever do you think. They're going to have a burst th- of energy on this. <laughs> well, this I think season. both teams benefited. I think Cluche is better than he gets credit for it. And I also think that with Crawford being involved in that team and obviously being part of bringing him down there, that Cluche's injuries must, they must really believe that they're healed because mm-hmm. it's a pretty big thing to have uh, pulled off. So, you know, if, if he is healthy, I think he'll probably have a very good season. In Florida... I don't. I don't like uh, Mike Keenan very much, so I tend to wish ill upon his team. But mm-hmm. nobody likes no. Keenan, it seems. No. Yeah, he's not real popular. <laughs> Although know. somebody did tell me um, that he's a very nice guy in person, apparently. But in hockey, I just don't like him. So mm-hmm. the Vancouver thing, is Rebecca can connection. testify to, it's the <laughs> yeah. old days, not good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's uh, he's hard. He's a hard man to love. But he picked up some great players. I mean, he made some good deals in that whole situation. Bertuzzi probably will have a, a great ch- He has the best chance of his life to get his career back. Mm-hmm. And Alex Ald is, is um, obviously a goaltender for the future. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And Brian Allen was a oh, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I'm I was really shocked at that actually. I, I was really surprised we'd trade somebody so young that we'd gone through so much with. He'd had some really rough couple of years where he wasn't a great player. And as soon as he had a pretty good year last year, we'd give him away. Right. <laughs> you know, you want to at least enjoy one or two years, you know, <laughs> after they learn how to stand on their skates. <laughs> so oh well. So yeah, he made some good trades. I don't know how it'll affect them, but we'll see. Yeah, speaking of Keenan and his trades and deals, um, I was going to say, I was talking about uh, Lyndon. I was going to say something about Lyndon. Now I completely forget. <laughs> well, I was going to well, say, though, too, is that, you know, the the other one that you missed uh, mentioning was Phoenix when uh, Jovo returns. Oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Along with the great one. And uh, that'll be a... And the old ones. And the old ones. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. Who else did uh, Phoenix well, kind of did some revamping? Nolan, and they picked up. Um, God, I shouldn't have this bad a memory for a hockey fan. Nolan and oh, what the hell? A uh, Roenick. Roenick. Yeah, Roenick. Oh yeah. 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 So they do seem to be excited about you know <laughs> players of yesterday. I think um, I was reading um, Steve Ovedia, yeah, who has a blog Chelios? called Puck Update. I think he wrote something about how he's convinced that Gretzky is trying to pick up every player that he ever played with. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, geez, you know, there might be something to that. Messi's making a comeback. Oh, That's right. Oh, God, don't even start. Uh, I'd have to start the anti-fan club, I think. Oh, yes. <laughs> Messi is so popular here. <laughs> well, But, yeah, no, I don't know what Phoenix's future is. If you're asking me that, I haven't a clue. I don't know what they're thinking. But it probably isn't a bad idea to be getting veterans. I'd... I just um not sure if it's if it's everything that they're they're thinking it's going to be. It's going to be a really interesting year I think because you know like I said you got Jovo and Phoenix, you got Brian Burke doing weird things down in Anaheim that they're getting to be uh, quite the uh team to deal with, not to mention that they got a very slick new logo design which is a lot better than that uh Emilio Estevez uh, incarnation, <laughs> but then you know, yeah, you got Crawford and Kluge in L.A. and they'll be, you know, all three of them are going to be, you know, rolling through town and we'll be rolling through their towns, uh, you know, decently in the, during on the season. So, right. a lot of uh, ghosts of Canucks past that will be, uh, you know, among which is so, which is yeah, it's a very good point because it it's something we haven't experienced for a number of years. Really, we've had such a consistent core. Mm-hmm. for a long time there's only been a couple of um notable players that have wandered off you know and not even that notable i mean but um this is huge i mean it's like a different team so yeah every every other stop is is an old an old canuck mm-hmm. it's so hard to get used to <laughs> mm-hmm. well, do you... I, I don't like losing players i'm not good at it i no. get attached uh-uh. <laughs> well i was going to ask you is that uh you know last year the big thing was it the new nhl and uh do you think that that little slogan that they threw on to it do you, do you think that range true and and uh do you think that we're seeing this now and uh that it will that is is the league done continuing to change oh i don't think they're done no but um i think the rule things will get tweaked an awful lot but i think they're probably really going to stick to this plan of um calling the penalties off and you know obviously they did to everyone's shock through the whole year so they've um and they seem to have it seemed to have worked out fairly well i don't know how many more changes there'll be i don't i think the new nhl is a lot like the old nhl except you know with a better with a late with a salary cap and you know a, a few more rules to try to stop the the um fighting right they seem to be quite terrified about it not being a family-friendly sport but mm-hmm. I like, I hope they don't make too many more changes. I mean, I can kind of live with it as it is. I'm not somebody who minds the shootout. I think I could have lived with it if it didn't happen, but I, now that it's happened, I, I find it entertaining. So mm-hmm. Torturous, but entertaining. <laughs> it is torturous. You can just imagine being the goalie. Oh, I, yeah. Just, the worst job in hockey must be being a goalie after that rule came into effect. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't like all the rules, but I'm I'm pretty okay with it i'm just i'm pretty grateful at the whole idea of having a season after having it ripped away from us mm-hmm. so i wasn't inclined to complain an awful lot because i i'm just so bloody glad that they got back on the ice right and then of course there was you know brett hall that uh, was down in phoenix uh in so far has been i think the only outspoken victim of the new nhl uh you know the 
unretired his father's number so he could play. I think that's what they did, right? They unretired Bobby Hall's number so he could play. But um, suddenly, uh, he just kind of up threw his arms up and said, "Like this is this is too much. I'm over forty years old. These guys are skating circles around me. I I just can't do it anymore." And uh, you know, the, I think the that speed was probably game. good PR though for the NHL. Oh, yeah. The fact that we're saying that, yeah, even a superstar like Hull can't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I don't, uh, I mean, it probably was kind of pushing his luck to try to play for another year anyway, so, but, I mean, it, it was, it was, a, it was a good sign, the idea that somebody of that caliber, who's in obviously incredibly good shape, was ready to walk away, and I was actually pretty impressed that he didn't try to drag through it either when he realized it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I mean, that must be a really hard decision to make. But you're overall, you're, you're happy with how things are going, and you, even though you're, you're fretting the, the season for the Canucks coming up. You're happy with the way the NHL is sitting? Look, if they don't all go on strike or something and the (laughs) NHL starts in October, I'm not going to complain about too much. I mean, I'll complain all the time, but I'm not going to complain to the point where, yeah, it's a big deal. There's lots of things I'm concerned about. I'd have to um, think about it a lot lot more to answer your question better. But I think um, I feel pretty good about some of the moves we've made. There's lots of changes. That'll be exciting to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't had changes for so many years. It's going to be really cool to see oh, players we still have Trevor Linden. we don't know anything about. Well, do we? <laughs> I, well, there was a report that he was in uh, some of the prelim- preseason lineups, so people tend to think that that means that Nonis is going to make you know get the deal done. But they're going to have a little. Well, you know, Anson time. Carter is still in the preseason lineup, I think, too. So I don't yeah. know. I was he's certainly still on their roster, their active roster list. So <laughs> who knows? Hmm. I think probably he will get signed because if he wants to play, it's a it, it doesn't make any sense to get rid of him. He's he's a very big fan favorite. So mm-hmm. for the price that you get Trevor Linden for, it'd be just dumb not to sign him, not to mention the fact he does play bloody right wing. So. <laughs> He'll probably want to finish out his career here, too. I think so. Vancouver. I don't think there's any way he's going anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I think if he was to leave hockey, he'd, he'd stay here or, or go into um, into management or something. Or go into coaching, maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or run up against Sam Sullivan for mayor of Vancouver. There was talk of oh, that God. before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he probably could, couldn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a whole Well, what do you guys thing. think about him getting signed again? You know, he's the legacy is one thing, but the uh, the if I in my head comparing him to Anson Carter, the numbers just don't match up for me. It's not about that, John. Right, <laughs> I know it's not, but I think that's part of me just saying I really want Anson Carter back. You, you just haven't lived <laughs> here long enough to exactly. appreciate Trevor Linden. Yes, you haven't grown up with him. I will admit like, this. Like. All of us have. Well, and I can honestly say I don't think anyone has actually made the argument to me of comparing Anson Carter and Trevor Linden either. (laughs) Like, I don't know that. I mean, I kind of, I agree with you. I like Carter and I don't, I really don't like messing with the magic that happened to work last year. It makes Mm -hmm. me a bit nervous. And I hope the Sedins find a way with whoever the new guy is. But um, I think Linden has his own value as well as, I think possibly as um, being captain. I mean, I could. I could totally see Nasland if he did rescind the captaincy, um, handing it over to to Lyndon, and even Lyndon wow. being just a role player, that being a good thing. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of authority on that team and in this community. And for that alone, he might be worthwhile. But even not formally as an assistant captain or captain, he's, he's still got that same authority. Well, 
I think that we've we've taken up a, enough of your time, and it has been some really great things that you've just kind of shared and kind of picked your brain about. Um, I, well, thank was, you. Thank you for having me. Well, the only thing I was going to ask you is uh, when are you going to get over to the mainland for a game? <laughs> well, I'm, I've definitely penciled in that Florida game for sure. I really would Ooh. like to see that. So I think that um, Vancouver is going to be really... I think Vancouver is going to make us proud in terms of uh, when Bertuzzi comes into the building. It's the day after my birthday. That's <laughs> hint, right, yeah. Hint, hint. hint. <laughs> yeah, it's in January yeah. 6th or 7th or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere around there. So, yeah, Jeff, Jeff's birthday is around then as well, so that might work out good. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I mean, I'd love to come to, to 41 games, but <laughs> my personal helicopter is never available when I need it. Ah, oh, so. darn. <laughs> yeah. You have that problem, too. Yeah, no. We'll get one for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's one hell of a swim over to Vancouver, so I find that is true. Yeah, and the ferry—it's you know six hours of your life just to get to the game, and then you know so. But I'd love to uh, get there more often. Hopefully, we can see you there. But you'll still be uh, doing the blogging on Vancouver Canucks op-ed, and uh, then also on Kukla's Corner, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll be around. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then I, I think we'll have to kind of make a reprisal of of the podcast in the future, you know, kind of uh, as the season progresses and uh, and other different interesting things that uh, I can allude to, but I won't get into okay. right now. <laughs> so cheeky. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, thanks so much for, for, uh, for joining us. And, um, oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And, yeah, it's been a real pleasure, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, we'll have to do it more and more and again. Okay. Well, it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I've um, it's been quite an experience. <laughs> now I can say I've tried podcasting. <laughs> well, I haven't cast anything. I've tried talking. <laughs> Success. <laughs> and people have listened. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you so much, you guys. Well, that wraps it up. It was a good time. I think that. That was the first time ever doing anything over Skype uh, in that capacity for the podcast. And I have to say that there's probably no better way to actually ever do it or to to kind of break that seal. Took it to a whole new level. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a lot of of great conversation that we had outside of the recording. So um, a lot lot of good things that I have to say about Alana. Mm -hmm. And uh, VancouverCanucksOpEd.com. Is it Kuglerscorner.com? I believe so. We'll have links in the show notes. RadioZoom.net. If you got feedback on this episode, RadioZoom at gmail.com. You can also go to RadioZoom.net, though, and leave a comment on uh, the post for the blog. And uh, I really encourage you, if you're a Canucks fan or even just a hockey fan in general or just want to find out more about what Alana is doing, Vancouver Canucks, Vancouver Canucks, <laughs> op-ed.com. We'll have to do more of this in the future, definitely. Heck yeah. New season's on the way. It might be getting colder. It might be getting less sunlight. <laughs> this from the boy. I know. The Midwest boy. Uh, <laughs> Suck <but> it up. <laughs> hey, the hockey season's on the horizon. and uh, Your blood must be getting hot then. We'll see. We'll <laughs> find out. So it's been fun and hopefully you enjoyed it. And uh, thank you for joining me on it. Thank you for having me, John. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. <laughs> Check you later. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye-bye.